Welcome to the Lazy Podcast. <laughs> I feel the rush of the gummies. Recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty. Welcome. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life and the show that we happen to call Talk Hard Pod. Gas. Gas. It's about time. It's. I'm getting it every single time. I used to call it Talk Hard Radio because I really like the sound of that. It's because he calls himself Marty Norman Media. Marty Norman Media or Marty Norman Live. You decide. I don't care. We'll take a poll. Put a poll down there. What would you rather have? It doesn't matter. I feel it's like Marty takes the voices in his head and he labels them with like media companies or just live or whatever he wants to do. And then here we go. Off to the races. Bam, baby. How many more voices are left? It's a, a voice for every company that I plan to question. open. Okay. Uh, opening companies. Let's talk about opening companies. Let's because talk about taking over companies. Uh, well, you can call it a takeover. Well, most people are calling it a takeover. <laughs> They're calling it a hostile takeover, actually. Elon Musk is in the news again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I love this guy. I swear to God, I do. Huh? He doesn't own a home. He stays at friends' houses. I feel like that's probably not true. true. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't know. Before we dive into this, it... The people that are talking negatively, negatively about this man have never done any research on this man. He started PayPal. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he that's where he made his first bunch of money. I like and PayPal. And he did this by coding at night, I believe, while his brother was asleep. And then his brother would take over during the day. Like, they were nonstop to build this company in the era during a time when the internet had, like, just popped off. This was... Prior 2000, I believe he said like 95, right? It was all about understanding people. I also didn't know that Elon Musk has Asperger's. So I, I have I've seen many spectrum of it. Yeah, he's on the spectrum from what I understand. He's incredibly. Uh, Which makes sh- sense. It, it does. It does in so many regards. Yeah, it does. Like in this is the most I, beautiful ways. I'm not trashing Asperger's. <sighs> People with Asperger's on any level, I oh. think that that is one of the most amazing experiences because I've known a few people, and it is f- amazingly fascinating. It's a, a beautiful mind thing, yeah, absolutely. you know, and and I, people on the spectrum, you know, I'm not saying there's a lot of them that that is debilitating, oh, right? Sure. And but there are some that are just on it, and it seems to me, and I I actually, um, you know, kind of jealous in a way because I feel like. There's a lot of these people who are on the on the spectrum, and they are far more advanced than we are mentally. Oh yeah, you know, and maybe even emotionally and every in every other regard as well. It just seems to me, and I could, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'd be lots of people in the comments be like, "Oh, you don't understand." It's just, I get it. Okay, fine. I don't, I don't understand. I'm ignorant to I, a lot I, of no, it. No, I don't understand. You're absolutely right, and that's fine. There, there are the the what I call arrogant people that are like, "Well, they're socially awkward," and I'll bet to you. Like, to them, you are socially awkward, right? You're a like weirdo. Like, perspective, right? <laughs> you're, like, like, you're a weirdo. That's why I'm awkward around you, because you're weird. On this particular person, I'd say he's doing just fine. Yeah. He no. is changing the world. Literally. And so... Literally. This is a man who, like, lived in a tiniest apartment so that he could build something. From the mud, man. I, I'd like to... I'd build like to, something. Yes. And during one of the hardest times of the Tesla integration, he literally slept on the warehouse floor... So that his employees could understand that he is going through it with them. Yeah. I, I have respect for that. I do too. 
Uh, you know, and I remember when the weed thing when he when he smoked the joint on uh, on Rogan. Like, yeah, well, you know, he's what everybody put it on there is like, oh, uh, Elon Musk smokes weed, and I'm a, I saw the little clip of it. Cut him for now. He don't even smoke weed like that. He just did it for the to be on. I guess you're a lot more accepted on Joe Rogan if you if you might take a little puffy puff peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I do not know how to do this. And if you watched him hit the joint, you, you're, it solidified it that. But so he recently, <laughs> he had already owned part of Twitter, like, you know, 9.9%. 9%, 9%. And so that made him in, in a seat for like a board member, but he wanted more, right? It, well, my understanding is, so he he came out about about buying stock mm-hmm. right he he bought 9% of twitter stock and then with the intention that from what i understand the intention that he the platform has the platform's not being uh used as it should be as it could be and he sees a lot of potential in the twitter page and in the social media in the world and economics and politics and all these things most importantly for freedom of speech and here's the big thing that I want to touch on when it comes to that. I understand the censorship on a certain level. Okay, bullying and just flat out attacking people, I get it. We can we can put a little bit of a nip in the butt on that one. Like, I do understand that on some level. What I don't like is that whoever is sitting, writing the code, gets to dictate what that looks like. So they're... They're setting the standard, and I don't know who awarded this person the right to set the standard. Probably the board. It's probably the whole right? board. So they've set the standard, and now we don't know what's happening. They they censor you and don't really tell you why. So one of his big moves was, I want it to be known when something is edited and when something has been changed. I want the person to be or aware s- or, or even it be to be public. I want it to be aware of why this yeah. happened. Yeah. Right. So they're they're not saying don't watch the social media aspect of it. They're just saying tell people what's going on and why so that they still feel like they understand what's going on, not this whole we're just gonna silence you and we're not gonna tell you what's going on. Well, and the reason there's a there's a reason for that, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't have a good reason. It's a bunch of uh and I'm not saying liberal 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 <laughs> sounds about right. Liberal or conservative is, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you which one's right, and which one's wrong. That's for you to decide. But I'm just saying that the board on this on Twitter is all liberals, from what I understand, and and they're running it in a liberal social media platform, right? So therefore, anybody that's conservative, anybody that's talking about conservative things or conservative people, or they're getting banned without any. Without any reason, right? Because they don't want to just say, you're conservative, you can't well, be on our platform. They're getting a reason. It goes against our community standards. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, it's just like the fact, check, fact checkers, you know. It's just a, it's, it's a bunch of BS, and what it is, it's against conservative thinkers. It's, it's against, I'm going to say this, it's against freedom of speech. Period. End of story. Now, there is the, the reality that you know, like Facebook, these these companies, they're still companies that do have the right to technically do whatever they want. Technically, I mean, we can't, we don't own them. So I can't tell, it'd be like me telling you, you need to 
treat patients a certain way because I feel a certain way about it. Like that's not fair technically. Like I do understand the technical side of it is still a company and we can't like tell Toyota they need to make their tires with all nitrogen because I believe it's better than air. Like I can't do that because I don't own the company. It is still a company. Well, here's the thing about a company, right? So a company such as this, where there's, where there's, where there's public stocks, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, that's controlled by the FCC. The FCC has regulations and laws in place to protect the public stock above all. Like that's the person that's the number one in, 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 an, in these FCC regulations. Um, and that's the problem with having a company with board members and public stocks and, and this and that, because you got the FCC where they step in and they protect certain things. There's, there's certain things allocated for this and this and this. And then you got board members who decide these things within the realms of the FCC. That, but what, what, uh, and this is, and I think this is what Elon did. He went in there and he bought 9%, right? And he, and he publicly let that know. He, he let that go and told people the stocks went up. Because oh, Elon Musk is in it, so of course the stocks are going to go up, mm-hmm. right? But then he got in there, and because he want, what he likes in it is that it's got a, it's a great, it has potential to be an amazing platform for, form for freedom of speech. Inherently, it's going to be, you know, uh, for our society as a democracy, right? It's going to be good, and that that's important to have freedom of speech for a democracy and a society such as this, right? But what he got in there, and he and they asked him to join the board, he realized. That he cannot transform this Twitter, this platform, with the, with that the way that it's structured, the setup that it's structured, the board members, the people that's involved, the FCC. Right. So he takes it, which still cracks me up. He offered them forty percent above market value. $54 with the way it's trending because they have like an analyst that they reviewed it and it's actually been technically losing money because it's losing steam because of all of the bad media and let's get real let's get real made. Twitter sucks am I wrong am I wrong Twitter sucks lately so it was analyzed it's somewhere near like I think 38 to $40 and he was just like I'll just buy the whole thing he said, you know what? I can't change it from within. So I'll, just buy <laughs> I'll do what Elon Musk does, and I'll offer you, what is it, 73 billion? 54, what, it's a lot of billion. It's like $70 billion. Yeah. Let's just round it up. $70 billion. I'll just buy it, and I'll pay you cash. <laughs> and then, How do you not so, love this dude? So now there are people that are jumping on, talking it. all kinds of trash, which, again, people are, anybody he that. Said, first off, let's not overlook this. He said, I'll give you cash. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So there's a, I was listening to another podcast this morning. There's like a, there's a, there's a power play happening. So Jeff Bezos recently bought MGM Studios, right? Oh, okay. Okay. So now he is Amazon and now part of a media company. On some level, right? Okay. He's controlling the movie studios and what they get to dictate and how they get to put out messages, right? Because now as the owner of the studio, ultimately your say is what goes. I don't I don't know much about him, but I can say this. I don't know anything about the movie the movie uh Hollywood and whatnot. It needs a good shaking up. That's all I'm saying. So the ultimate move what they're saying is next Elon needs to buy somebody like CNN. (laughs) 
seriously. That's what they're saying. Like, this is like a, when you can offer somebody, let's just put it this way. Anybody on the board would be stupid to turn down the offer for Twitter because well, it would make them ridiculously wealthy because it's a massive jump that you're not going to, you don't see that kind of a profit margin that fast in a company that is going downhill. And Twitter, again, Twitter sucks and everybody knows it. And and it's due to the it's due to the banning of people. It's due to the the the, uh, the freedom of speech and taking people off, and and conservatives can't get on there, and and, and all this thing. So it's plummeted. It's it's junk. Um, they would be stupid because look, if Elon, when Elon bought nine percent, it went up how many fifty some percent? You just yeah, said I don't know. It was something ridiculous. So it, when he bought the nine percent nine percent of the shares, it, the the stock actually went up like fifty eight percent. Right, so that right there alone, he basically what he said is, "I'm offering you seventy billion dollars cash. Take it or leave it. If you don't take it, I'm going to re uh, reevaluate my my uh, stock holding options. Basically, he's saying I'm going to sell it. I'm going to get out, and you guys are going to go to shit. You guys are going to plummet. You guys are going to you guys are going to fail." Yeah, so he, again, my big thing with this whole entire thing is that I, I can appreciate somebody when you have that kind of money that is saying, I am willing to take the biggest risk and I'm willing to overpay mm-hmm. to restore humanity. That's what it is. That's really where he stands. If anybody, if you've ever listened to the guy, I've listened to his TED Talks, I've, I've watched interviews on this man, I watched he the cares. whole entire thing on it. He genuinely wants to impact the world. And is a leader in the innovation of doing it. What he saw with space exploration was a massive problem. It was too expensive. All these things were were looking downhill. How do you advance humanity without exploring what's out there? So he actually bought two, I forget what they're called, but missiles from Russia Mm -hmm. so that he could learn. (laughs) He didn't, he's not a rocket scientist in reality. He just... Kind of the Tony Robbins aspect. I'm just going to go find the best of the best. He took half of his money from the... Is it re-engineering the rockets? Is that what he did? Just a better, cheaper way to do it. Not only that, a more sustainable. He's also found better ways to cut down on traffic. He's found better ways well, to... Well, environmentally... To actually explore space better by better burning fuels when you launch these rockets. Like, to actually land the rocket, the spacecraft, back down on Earth and not lose hundreds of millions of dollars every time we want to go explore. Like, this man is all about humanity, and yet he makes a move on Twitter, and all of a sudden he's a pile of crap. Well, everybody, you know, people, and look, let's be honest. What you said is exactly how I feel, too. Elon Musk cares, one, about this country, and two, about the world, and three, about humanity as a whole, right? He does. It's it's obvious. He's got me. It's really hard to get me buffaloed. You know, when somebody's speaking. So um, I believe him. I believe in him. And he does not, he's not buying Twitter to make money. It's not a power play. It's not, not a power. Play. I mean, it depends on what you look at. It's a power play if you want. If you want to look at it this way, and like, he, like I, he cares about freedom of speech. He cares about democracy. He cares about our country. He cares about the world. Then he's like, it, I got to make a power play. Okay. Uh, okay. It's not. It's not a power not play a, based on a, economics. Will, okay. Let me rephrase that. It's not a control play. There you go. I like it because it, it, like people, he, he's thirty. What did I say? Seventy million dollars? Or is it thirty? It's billion. 
70, 70 billion or 30 billion. I can't remember. I think it's 70 billion. That's, and, and he doesn't care about making, I'm sure he's going to make his money back, but he doesn't care about making the money. He cares about having a platform where people can freely talk about what they need to talk about within the realms of the law, of course. You know, and that's important. He feels like in the last interview that I watched on him is what he is genuinely feeling like is what's happening with the control aspect of things is we're actually separating the world in such a greater fashion than we've ever seen before. The more that you separate the right from the left, and I'm using air quotes with this because ultimately that doesn't matter. Like it's, it's still perspective on it, right? Like people would view me as a Republican yet. I was literally, I, I followed Andrew Yang. I was literally following this man because I genuinely had a, a, a compassion and a passion for what he was speaking on. It was like, I want to hear more. Right. And if you want to create a genuine change with what you're saying, I will back you. Mm-hmm. I am not stuck in this form of pol- politicizing anything. Like I'm all about what you want to do as the leader of the free world in reality. So I will back whoever has the right vision. And, and your stance on it means nothing to me because I understand that there's still government. There's still, you know, the House and the Senate. There's still so much more at play <coughs> that goes on with it. Having the right person in the right seat, I, don't, I really don't care what side you land on. Genuinely, I don't. I care about what your vision is for the future and how you want to get there. Based on economics, based on humanity, yep. based on, you know, freedoms, based on the Constitution of the United States, right. which I love, uh, based on, you know, humanity as a whole. I mean, we have so many visionaries who have a vision, but they don't have the broad spectrum of visions of what it actually takes because it's, it's, there's all different kinds of facets going on in our, in our I'm just talking talk about our country you know all different facets going on and you can all, your vision is this because we're worried about offending people and we had to have this kind of freedom and this kind of freedom when it impedes on other freedoms and other sovereignties that's when it's a problem you got to learn to we have to learn and a lot of people a lot of visionaries out there they have that broad spectrum they have like okay economics we got this we got this we have rights we have humanity we have all these things that we have to look at and if one of these one of my visions impedes on one or more of the others then it's just not worth it we got to figure out a way to find that happy medium in it here's my thing when it comes down to that and why i'm still on board with with what he's trying to do is the reality of it is you can't make everybody happy no it's just not possible and it shouldn't be anybody's job right everybody needs to be controlled by their own happiness and understand where we are at period and you make the best of where you're at not we've talked about this before we go into the victim role like everybody right now everybody's right now is bitching on twitter he's a man that never worked for anything and i'm like you sound like an idiot i'm a man that never worked for anything oh my god you have no clue what you're you're literally just typing away on your keyboard on a fake name where no one will find out who you are and that's fine i stand up here or sit down here face on screen and i will tell you exactly how i feel because this is who I am, like it or not. And there's plenty of people out there that don't like me, and I'm okay with that. You have to be. I am perfectly fine with that. Well, and that's the thing about freedom of speech. It's not, it's, not, it's not freedom of speech as long as it makes me happy. It's like he has a different view. He is totally opposite of mine, and it, inf- and it, and it offended me. Okay? Which is now viewed as bullying. Which is... <laughs> I mean, come on, what? Uh, woke generation that's still sleeping. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, like, 
It's just, that's the whole point. If something if something doesn't you don't like something, you you, you kind of get it out of your circle. It's like, I feel like everybody wants and there's this uh, there's a political party, there's a political agenda to this one side. And it just so happens this one side kind of took over a lot of the the news stations, which the news media's and you know the plat uh, social media platforms, you know they have a way of influencing people's minds in such a way that is that it becomes a belief, you know, because you can talk about one thing so pro- prolifically, so so right. But you, if you don't understand what that one side is doing to this and this and this, then then you're going to believe that. It's these free thinkers and open mindedness where you got to say, okay, that sounds great, but where else does what does what does this mean to everything else? And that's where we, that's where we mess up because we don't have freedom of speech on social media. because if we talk about things that the people who own it and the board members they just ban us. So, so therefore, you only get to hear one side, one vision, one political stance. There was another thing on this podcast, and I will look for this while I'm trying to speak at the same time. I can't do two things at the same time. Sometimes <laughs> you should have been looking while I was speaking. That would have made sense. It really would have. But do, 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 do. I believe it was from 1943, and somebody brought this up today. Uh, I don't know. I, I, my opinion, while you're looking, is yep. that a lot of these a lot of these billionaires. I think this needs to be a a trend. I think we get the hands out of or the power out of the hands that try to take away our freedoms and our sovereignties. Even if I believe like I disagree with so much, but that's your right to talk about it. That is your right to to be that way. That is your right to feel that way and I am not going to hate you for it. But, and and I need to hear it. I need to hear it because I might be some truth in that that whole big bunch of horse garbage that might be one little bit of truth that I need. When you take that all the horse garbage away and I don't hear any of it, then I don't get that one little truth. And I think that's important to freedom of speech. It's definitely important. It's to important of democracy. It's, it's important to our country. It's important to all of us as a whole. What I'm what I was searching here was okay. So in 1943, the original Titanic. Mm-hmm was a Nazi propaganda film. Before the actual Titanic? Before it came to America as a, I think it was 1950-something, and then got remade with Leonardo DiCaprio kind of situation. Like the original Titanic, you can Google this. Google 1943 Titanic, and it'll show a Nazi propaganda film. The Titanic embarks on its inevitable collision course with history. In the wake of overspending required to build the largest luxury ship, the White Star Line executive uh, schemes to reverse the direction of his company's plummeting the stock value on board this brave German officer, Hans Nielsen, of course his struggles Hans. to convince his self-important... <laughs> they didn't have any other names over there. It's all Hans. So when, when I'm talking about with these power plays and you look at like... Hold on, though. Titanic, though. <laughs> okay, I'm squirrel. Squirrel. Like, so... This happened as a, a crashing ship, so to speak, metaphorically. Yeah, so and then were, we named a ship, an actual ship, after this damn movie? Is that how it went so down? It's what it seems like. <laughs> I haven't done all that research. I was just hearing all these things, uh, and what I'm saying is... It was inevitable, like, then. They, the people that owned the 
movie company at the okay. time right. used it for their political gain, right? Sure. Their, we call it subliminal messaging. Whether anybody believes in it or not, it's a very real thing. Everybody knows it's true. Who we Nazis were very good at that it. are subtle to shift your psychological perspective on things because you bring an emotion to it and you get attached to it on some form or fashion. And the better the movie, I mean, we can all talk about the notebook and like there are movies that have shifted time because of what emotion you felt while watching it, which is crazy when you think about it because we all think about just like normal fun movies, right? When you think about movies are a lot behind the scenes and what it is capable of is quite dangerous. I mean, Disney's been under fire forever because you find a little penis inside the castle. Like they've been under fire forever. It's just a little penis. Like, yeah, they're talking about like, what was it on like the little mermaid when she was like sitting on the rock? There's like a penis behind her or something stupid, like inside the rock quarry. <laughs> yeah. Like these people are seriously stretching. Like, these people are just being weird. Oh right? my God. I seen it. Watch what I'm going to do. I'm a, <laughs> it's a penis. I'm a hide the penis in the rocks. Like it's a penis. All I'm saying is, is like I'll get them banned. There's, there's cancel there's culture. More to the story. Yeah. So in this move with Elon Musk, people are not understanding the reality of the world that we live in because we have made the abnormal normal. Cancel culture. Just saying it. And so. Speaking of the abnormal normal, one that is still sitting tough with me, and I'm going to speak about it whether anybody wants to hear about it or not. Here we go. The law in Florida that's been under fire about (laughs) allowing allowing the schools to teach about sexual orientation K through third grade. Okay? So here is my problem. I'm doing so good at shutting up. Here is my problem. It is scientifically known that a kid's belief system is very, very susceptible to things until the age of about seven or eight. So why are they fighting so damn hard to bring these belief systems into schools when you know it's an area where a kid has no defense against this? That is where their belief system is built. So we are now shoving these things... And look, if you want to teach that to your kids at home, have at it. That is none of my business. It is not my child. But in a public school, you do not get to teach my child something that I don't have a say in. Especially something about sex or sexual orientation. I'm sorry. It seems really inappropriate for a teacher. So it's become this big thing. And people Can I have are, a... T- <laughs> You got duct tape. Can you put it <laughs> on my mouth, please? No, damn. I just find it, uh, again, call me conspiracy theory, but I find it convenient that they're fighting so damn hard. After third grade, no one's saying a word about it because kids now have a better understanding of how to think for themselves. They are really fighting for this whole like process of why are you putting it here when you know the kids are super susceptible and there are children genuinely getting hurt. You are hurting children. Period. You do not have the right, and here is where I'm going to go ahead because I do have a belief system in God. You can't teach a kid about God, but you can let a kid in kindergarten decide what sex he wants to be that morning. I'm sorry. I got a problem with this. If you want to teach one, teach the other. Like, you don't get to pick and choose. You don't get to decide what's best for my child. In reality, most parents don't 
in theory, know what's best for their children now on a base level. Yeah, like don't do drugs and, and don't run in the street and look both ways. Like this is all basic stuff. There's a book on it, like everything I need to know I learned in kindergarten, right? So there's basics to it, I got it, my right? first whipping in kindergarten. There's very much basics to it. I wish they'd bring back that. But I'm having a hard time with the fight. Like the, it, it was a paddleboard. so hard to make sure... <laughs> That these kids well, are getting my... indoctrinated with stuff, in my opinion. I've, I haven't said that word yet on this podcast, but I'm going to say it. When a kid doesn't have a decision in the matter, because they really don't know how to think for themselves yet, it's scientifically proven, now you're indoctrinating. Well, I think that's what we do in a lot of college. Do it in college, kids? Hey, whatever. You're, a, you're, you're an adult at that point. You should be able to differentiate. Well, it just... A child does Here, We're talking I... about Santa Claus still. Here's what I love about our country is that it was founded with the belief system that if you didn't like, you know, until the federal government got its fingers in, and until we allowed, I'm going to put it that way, because until we allowed the federal government to impede on everything that is that we do, which is what a socialist country does, and, and we're not there yet, but let them do it and we'll be there, um, but... One thing I love about this country is it was founded on the fact that if you don't like the laws and statutes and the things inside your state, you have the freedom to leave, right? And I think that's where we got to get back to. Like, it, it's it's on a state law regulations on what you want, you know? If you go out in California, and we're well aware of what California is you know, and, and how their political stance are and what they are, if you want that type of stuff move to california and you can have that if you don't like it you move to and you move to florida you know i mean I, the federal government being involved in anything it just stops states from having any sort of power like they do in florida like he has the power in florida to say i don't want this this isn't going to happen in my state and you can stop it period Thousand that's percent. how it's that's how it's designed that's what makes our country great is that this independent states making their own laws based upon you know some federal regulations which by far are way too much nowadays because we allowed it to happen well the um, simplest form of it is is what i don't understand is that we're not telling you what to do inside your home this is just not something you bring to the schools you can't take god out of the school and then put in you get to choose who what we talk sex about, when was sex morning. ed do you remember when sex ed was when you was a kid it was it was much older. It was like was, in it was like in ninth grade. Yeah, it was. What it was, was it? It was right Start. before junior high. So eighth, ninth grade, right? That's sex ed. That's well, like uh, that's like saying we're gonna have sex ed at at, at the age of uh, four. We five. are having sex that's at what the I age meant. of four and five. And uh, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> like I'm what's just next? Stay quiet. All I'm saying is, what's next? Like we got so many problems with when people can drive. We got so many problems with when people can vote. We got so many problems with when people can own a gun. We got so many problems with when people can get married and buy cigarettes. And now they're trying to make all these other things legal. Like where does what? it stop? Like at what point do we get back to the basics of hundreds of years of things that did work? I'm not talking about all this other social injustice that did happen because slavery was real and all these other things did happen. That's change that needs to happen. I get that. But we're talking about messing with children's minds. So guys, what do you think? I want to, I want to hear. I, I would I, love to hear about, we this. need to hear from you guys in the comments. I can definitely be wrong in this and I'm fine with that. Just tell yeah. me why. So Brian could be wrong. <laughs> 
could be wrong. And he wants to know, and I want to know, in the comments below, right down there, what do you guys think about what Florida's doing? I don't know what the act is called on what the bill is called. It's something, there's a, there's a, something, keep gay, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but you guys, obviously, you might know what we're talking about. It's talking about, uh, you know, sexual orientation at, to your children at the age of four and five. I'm not saying anything about what I believe it it's is between the ages is. of four and eight I believe. four and eight and four that's eight. that's my only problem with it is again you want to do it at home I don't care you're not it's not my kid you but, would do it at home it, that's that's your business if you want to dive I, I sometimes think parents should dive deep into what their kids I want. I absolutely think that this is not a teacher's job this is a parent's job right this is an absolute parent's job. That's the only thing I'm going to say. It's like when it comes to sexual orientation, if you're gray, straight, if you're gay, straight, bilingual, is that the right word? <laughs> I don't think so. But if you're any of that, like that's a parent's conversation. A teacher's job is to teach me math and science and stuff I'll never use the rest of my life. That's their job. Right. What do you guys think in the comments, though? Yeah, I fully agree. I just want to know when it stops. Like, I am going to go full conspiracy on this and say I think they're really doing it for an ultimate different reason, and I don't like it. And her smart enough. I'm not the conspiracy theorist type, but what I know about how sensitive a child's mind is to things when they're at that very particular age, I have a problem with it. We'll do this on the next episode. <laughs> we love you guys. All right. Have see a good ya. one. See you. Thank <laughs> you.